I'm, uh, I don't even have a clever name, Stephen Penn. I'm just a clever person, uh, Dylan Jones. And this is Closet Talks, the podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever the hell we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. But we are not in the closet this time. I am at my parents. I'm at my parents' house in Texas at the dining room table. I wondered where you were. I like, I I got all set up here in the closet and there was just me. (laughs) Um, yeah, we are, I'm, I'm back in Texas. So, uh, we're social, we're doing a social distance show, socially distant by 1,200 and something miles. And, um, what have you been up to for the week that I've been gone? Um, I mostly work and I think about how I need to clean this or, um, watch this television program. And then I just roll over and go back to sleep on the days I'm not working. Sounds good. You had three days off last yeah. week, yeah? Yeah. I don't know how. I, it was very, very strange. Didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, I am not back at work, hence why I am back in Texas. I decided to take a last-minute trip because I found a round trip for 140 You never find that. Hey. And, well, you got um, it for cheaper, but you would have had to fly the plane. Yeah. I found a, what, I found a, a trip round trip with Spirit for $50. And I was like, I could do that. 50 bucks on Spirit? Like, yeah, it's not the greatest. They're probably going to ask me to fly the plane. I'll probably have to bring my own parachute to jump out. It'll be fine. And so I clicked the first one. It was like nonstop to Texas. And then your return trip was 11 hours and 50-something minutes because I had to basically go from Texas to New Mexico to Colorado to New York all the way down. to It was ridiculous. And if I wanted to switch to a direct flight, it was an extra $150. So... And then I looked on like uh, American and Delta, and it was pretty much the same, like 140, but I couldn't bring bags. And then I found Southwest for 140, and I could bring two bags. So, uh, always Southwest. All, all, you Southwest. know, always Southwest. We love that airline. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, they're good. They treat their people pretty good, as far as I know. Yeah. So, and the people I know that work there, uh, they really like it. So. Well, we have a special guest with us this evening. We do indeed. And uh, he's sitting across the table. It is my brother in law. Please welcome Michael Blevins. Hi, Michael. Howdy, man. How are y'all? We're doing. We're doing. Good deal. My mom always said I had to face for a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he, he did heart. say when I said that we weren't doing a Facebook Live, he was like, so are you telling me I have a face for radio? I was like, oh, no, no. no. What would you say? I said, no. I said, we just, I didn't bring all the, the external lighting and all that stuff with me. Um, I didn't want to get that broken in the plane, you know. But um, before we go any further, what are you drinking over there, Dylan? Um, Amaretto. Amaretto. That's what Lindsay is drinking. Mm-hmm. Where did she go, by the way? Oh, she's Oops. over here. All right, cool. Uh, my her. my best friend Lindsay is here. She's listening in on it. So I am drinking straight up uh, Evan Williams cherry whiskey on the rocks. And what are you having? I'm having raspberry sweet tea with DiSerrano. Mm, I love DiSerrano. <gasps> and let's clink on three. Let's see if you can do it, Dylan. One, two, okay. three. There we go. A little bit of an echo. That's fine. <laughs> well, I clinked the, uh, the the shelves in my closet. So. Uh, oh, okay. Cheers. <laughs> um, so, before we get uh, too deep into this, uh, Michael, you are my brother-in-law. Um, you guys got married how many years ago? Four? Five? November will be five. November will be five. Um, but I've known you way longer than that. Yes. Oh yeah. Gosh. 
in October, it'll be 14 years for me and your right. lovely yes. sister. And that's just of you together. Together. Yes, sir. 14 years total, five, almost five married. But I've known you longer than that. Yeah. Because I've been gone for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, almost 15 in August, I think. Mm-hmm. And, but I knew you when I was growing up, too. Yep. So me and your mother, actually, uh, that's what broke our relationship. So me and you actually know each other for longer than me and my wife, your yeah. sister. Yeah. So, yeah. So your mother, the lovely Lori Cox, mm-hmm. was my, gosh, sixth and seventh grade Texas history teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she was also my one-act play director. Mm-hmm. And then she was also, no fault of her own, was the reason that me and your sister hooked up. All right. Wink, wink. <laughs> that's, oh a, that's a long <laughs> history. But that's it's funny because yeah we've known each other a very long time Um, because I used to go with mom to hang out at the school I met a lot of my friends from from Newcastle through yeah so you were in the group with uh, Tori Tori and Kristen and um, uh huh and Jack Um, Jack Sam yeah oh yeah a whole lot of them Mm -hmm. it's pretty pretty small community but yeah how many how many people live in that town. Oh, gosh. Newcastle, Texas, when I graduated, was 508 people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is I, it smaller or bigger now? A little bit bigger. Okay. Yep, I graduated with 18 and a fetus. <laughs> 18 Wait. and a fetus. 18 and a fetus. So who was pregnant? What? Uh, I will not divulge her name, but yes, she was. She uh, was pregnant. She was pregnant. All right. One day she'll figure out what causes that. We love a Pregasaurus Rex. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so you, uh, and what do you do for a living? So I work. For, I don't even know the answer to this. I work for a company <laughs> called Texas Pro Tools. I am the safety administrator along with the corporate scheduler. So I have mm. about 200 employees mm-hmm. underneath me that I schedule. So mm-hmm. I tell them where and when they're going to go work, who they're going to go to work with, where they're staying. Also handle the insurance. Okay. Um, all the lawyer stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty monotonous. But it keeps us pretty busy. And you do the safety safety stuff? I do. Make sure everybody's wearing PPE? PPE, OSHA compliance, mm-hmm. insurance. Yeah. That's fun. It's a brutal. Yeah. It's do brutal. you guys use the same, what is that safety in motion? Have you ever, have you ever used that program before? I have oh, not boy. used that program. <laughs> uh, every employee that has ever stepped through the doors at the Walt Disney Company knows what safety in motion is it's a it's a corporate safety thing but it's not exclusive to disney so other or other corporations do it um but it's so heavily ingrained yeah it's so heavily ingrained in our in our psyches of this guy in the tan khakis with uh, a red polo and his muscles are like bulging and he's like welcome to safety in motion i will be telling you about your green zone your yellow zone and your red zone and what's funny is they always drill into you. Don't do anything in your red zone. So that's like lifting up all the way above your head, um, reaching further than your your toe when you go to reach for something. And when you get into entertainment, that all gets thrown out the window. Because right. you're like, welcome to puppeteering, <laughs> where every single thing you do is in your red zone. Well, it sounds like it's working for the most part. Yeah, Maybe. it works for everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, there's something I do from the Safety in Motion video that I learned for, uh, what, 14 and a half years ago that still sticks with me. And it's the, do you remember what it is, Dylan, the build a bridge? Oh, I mean, I do it every time. Like, everyone, yeah. 
Yeah, they're like, oh, safety motion, but I actually you do use That's it. the one thing I do use, and it's when you're on the ground and you're about to, you need to stand up. So you've, you're on one knee and your other knee is like out, kind of like just a plank, right? So you put one, your, your arm on it, and you use your other one and you press up down, and it's like a build a bridge and you bridge yourself up. Oh, and that's it's how you get up safely without hurting your back or your lower back. I don't okay. know why, but it stuck with me all those years, and it actually works. Because Safety in motion. It, this department would break you. Yeah. Just very physical job. So, you know, you're like, oh, I don't need that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Use it, yeah. and it's very, it's very helpful. You know, of all the things that I thought we were going to talk about tonight, it was not safety emotion. <laughs> well, we've arrived. <laughs> but here we go. I saw somebody dressed as the safety emotion guy two years ago at a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. I did too. He was it wearing, was... and he's he's a manager. He's a manager of uh, food and beverage in Magic Kingdom, but he he had like a <laughs> fake Gaston like muscle pad on mm-hmm. like he like had Gaston <laughs> muscles and there was like a fake pad and he had the red polo and the khaki jeans. And I was like, I know exactly who you are. I That's saw that perfect. At Target the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't ever wear a red polo in Target. Cause somebody will ask you, where's the blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Oh, uh-huh. just send him elsewhere. And then be like, ah! that no, you will find you. on aisle 87. Good luck finding that. Oh, out. You know, to be fair, I've looked on the, on the app, and they're like, go to K-47. Except they, first of all, stop at, like, J, and there isn't any section that goes up to 47 anyway. I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. So the app might as well be you in a khaki. Yeah, or, right. You know, red shirt, got it. Um, but on to our subjects at hand. Um, yeah. What I was going to talk about, you know what does a body good? Water. Water. Water does a body good. I have been, I've kind of been slacking while I've been here in Texas, but I typically, uh, within the last two weeks or so, well, I'd say three weeks now, I've been drinking a gallon of water a day and I have noticed I sleep better at night. I feel better in the morning. Um, I, yeah, I feel hydrated. I slimmed down. I lost like six pounds. Like, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, oh, I'm going to drink all this water. I'm going to gain a bunch of water weight. That's not how it works. You lose a bunch of water weight. Thing about water is it comes out eventually. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but you know what else doesn't uh, does a body good? Not being hateful. Ooh. Not being hateful. And I see that a lot. Well, I see that a lot on uh, oh god, especially social media because people are able to hide behind a computer. I feel. Oh yeah, they're and they very voice, brave. They voice their opinions very bravely. But you know, it's kind of getting to the point now that it's not even hiding behind a screen anymore. And now we have what we call Karens. That will scream. Yeah, they just they they'll scream at a person in a retail store because they don't have something in stock. Well, your website said that. Well, the website's wrong. I'm sorry to tell you. Sometimes (laughs) it glitches, you know, or, you know, uh, a friend of mine who works at Starbucks, he gets yelled at all the time because they go to pick up their mobile order and it's not ready. And they're like, where's my mobile order? He's like, you ordered from the other store. You're not even in the same vicinity of where you ordered it from. And they get mad at Yikes. them for not having it. And he's like, you ordered from a store that's five miles away. Bro. Why is it my fault? Why am I getting yelled at? Because you didn't read it right. You know, things like that. Yep. Um, I, I almost ordered from, did you know there's more than one hometown app? I didn't know. Yes. Yeah. You, you, yeah <laughs> the last time that Dylan and I were here, I was going to order from hometown. Uh, we were on our way back from petting the cows on the farm. And, um, Longhorns. Oh, it was the cows. The the day we went to see the cows at Spencer's. Oh yeah. yeah the Keter cows. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so um, we were on our way back from there, and and Spencer, my brother, was like, just order from the app, and then you can just go, I'll drop you by, and you can pick it up. I was like, all right, cool. Download the app, put in the order, almost paid for it, and it was a hometown coffee and tea, the same exact app setup and everything, but it was in, like, Illinois. Ooh. Yeah, whoops. it was very close. It might have been only Illinois. Maybe. There's only Illinois. Yeah? Yeah, it's awful. Every time we have to ship something or oh, bring yeah. something, yeah, it's it's terrible. Well, um, so don't be hateful. That's not that's not okay. No, no. You the, know, also not cute. Not being able to swallow your pride and become hateful. Oh yeah, that happens a lot not too. That, not that I've seen that happen recently, but uh, I'm expecting it to happen shortly. So. Uh huh. I think I know what you're talking uh-huh. about. Uh, actually, it's a different thing. Okay. Okay. Well, it's apropos to both. It is, and I said, you know, if someone can't swallow their pride and not be hateful, then you know they're going to hear it from me. I, I, I don't, I don't need that. Like no. lift people up for something that they're doing. So. That's what I've always. That's what I've always wanted to do with like the last. I don't. I would say probably six months, is I kind of came into a new mindset, and that was gas up your friends. I think I've said this on the on the podcast before. Gas up your friends. It's free. If somebody looks good, don't just like their status. Be like, you look so good. Or come on, new outfit. You know, like you always, you, because what does that do if you have it done to you? You feel like this huge confidence boost of like, oh my gosh, somebody thinks I look good. Not in a creepy way, but like in a way that's like, okay, okay. They're picking up what I'm laying down. They're smelling what I'm stepping in. You know. Hey, I agree. <laughs> I've had to learn that the hard way, man. Yeah. Uh, dealing with 200 employees. It's uh, it's difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. you got two hundred different personalities and mm-hmm. two hundred different events that you have to uh, tackle through, or yeah. maybe you know their home life, their work life, and they're trying to juggle yeah. both. You know, sometimes, you know, in a position where I'm at, you got to eat crow. Yeah, you do. You have to eat crow and just suck it up and be like, hey, I'm sorry for what I said. Yeah, you know, we need to get a job done. What yeah. can I do to help you? A lot of a lot of places that I've worked before. Um, didn't really have that kind of, um, what am I trying to say? Like, a, I guess like a home life balance, but not just mm-hmm. the responsibility of the employee. So it's not always just my responsibility to find the home life balance. Sometimes it's my responsibility to go to a superior and be like, hey, look, look listen, I'm having a hard time. I'm here six days a week, 10, 15 hours a day. I need a break. And if you really break it down to somebody who's in charge of things like that, sometimes you can get through. Agreed. Yeah, I work for a, a company that employs millions of people. <laughs> but at the same time, like at a local level, they can send the right email to the right person and be like, hey, listen, he really needs a day off. Can we give him two or three consecutive days off? And just, you know, I know it's under the wire and, he, you know, he should have, you know, uh, submitted that months ago. But at that time he wasn't feeling as overwhelmed as he is. Yeah. And sometimes you get through and you get the right person. that's like, all right, I'm here for you. And they don't look at you like you're supposed to be a well-oiled machine. Yes. Uh, on paper, if you get scheduled, you show up, mm-hmm. but shit happens. You get sick and not just physically sick. Mental health is a huge thing that we talk about on the program. And uh-huh. when you're having a bad day, sometimes it's good to go to work because you can be around people who will lift you up. But if that's not the case, like, 
I mean, in my in my history at the Walt Disney Company, there are certain stages that I would work at and do different shows. And if I got scheduled and I was on a day that I was just not having a good day, if I went to stage A, I'd be fine because I'd be around people that I loved and people we would just laugh all day. But then there'd be another stage that I'd get scheduled and I'd be like, I, that's the last place I want to be because that's going to be the worst for my mental health. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. We're all human. Yeah. You know, we have our good and our bad days. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's good to have people like that recognize that oh, in yeah. authority positions. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've, I've had bad days. I've had good days, and I've had good days where I've helped guys who've had bad days, and I've had mm-hmm. bad days where, you know, guys will lift me up. So mm-hmm. it's, it's great. Camaraderie, yeah. right? Yep. Don't be hateful. Don't be hateful. And remember no. that, you know, just because the person next to you is silent and not expressing that they're having anything going on in their life doesn't mean they're not. And you know, maybe, you could be holding it on by a, a thread. And maybe that dude is having a off day, and it's your job, your duty, to lift him up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I think that goes, uh, I mean, you've been in a relationship uh, longer than I have ever been in a re- No, that's not true. I was with somebody for six and a half, seven years. But you have been with uh, my sister for long enough to know that I, I don't think that, and I think Dylan and I, you and I, we've spoken about this before. Um, being in a relationship isn't 50-50. Some no. days it's 60-40. Some days it's even more. Because, you know, if it's you, you don't always pull the same weight. Some days you got to pull extra for the other person because they're having an off day and then it goes back and forth. It's a give and yeah. take. Yes, it's a give and take. Always. But it's not always split 50-50, I don't think. Yep. I love your sister. She gives more than she takes. Well, there you go. Absolutely. Because I'm just <laughs> more pitiful, Michael. <laughs> I need it. I need the love. She yeah. gives it. She's great. She's yeah. awesome. But in that, other aspects of your relationship, it could be flipped the other way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Help her out a bunch. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I love that. I hope she's listening. Good old, I, good old brownie so. points. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's I think that's great because I, I've I've liked you for I don't know how many years have you we at tallied it up but like I've liked you eighteen too. maybe a lot we've had our moments yeah yeah that's all right I've liked you for a while check yes or no if you like me too thanks Dylan <laughs> check yes so yeah <laughs> but um so the topic of today's program we're gonna do uh we're gonna do six ways of maintaining a mental peace. And we're going to do three with Michael and then three with my mom and dad. So um, the first one is uh, stop being available for the world and be available for yourself. Mm-hmm. Or even just Absolutely. like in within your family or your relationship, you know, having mm-hmm. to pause everything that you're giving for the outside world and always being available at the drop of a hat for other people when you don't always know that that's going to be reciprocated and not that you should expect it to be reciprocated all the time. Um, but if you're, if you're, if that person is your friend, they should, there should still be some give and take with that. Yeah. They should be there for you and you should be there for them. Otherwise they're what uh, we like to call an acquaintance. Right. So. I know that at any given moment, uh, Dylan will be there for me and he knows mm-hmm. at any given moment I will be there for the same. Mountain, mountain. Yep. Mountain, mountain. <laughs> Um, what do you have to add to that, Michael? Nothing to add to that. I do have another uh, another topic. 
Mm-hmm. Be, a, be a duck. You know, be a duck? Be a duck. Okay. You know, let the rain roll off your back. Water off a duck's back? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I tell that to my employees all the time. Yeah. You know, when things get hard, yeah, absolutely. Let's do everything we can. you got to weather the storm, but yeah. you got to find out absolutely. which ways you can weather through it. You've got to do your part, but I will do my damnedest to do my part as well. Yeah. Yep. That means teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're a good leader. We like that. Yeah. What do you have to add to that, Dylan? Oh, I mean, as someone <laughs> as someone who is, surprise, surprise, an introvert, I absolutely take this to heart because, you know, there's every opportunity, you know, for you to go and do this and to go and do that. But sometimes when you're just not mentally available for even yourself, how can you be there for other people, you know? Maybe they're asking more from you than you're able to give and just being able to know when is a time for you to have to yourself. Being able to say no. Super important. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing when it's important. Because I just like sleeping and I'm always tired. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. I've already applied my serums and my arms are crossed in my coffin. I'm sorry. I can't come out tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Knowing when to say no is a huge, is a huge one because... I know for me, I have been kind of run ragged and driven into the ground a few times, just not being able to say no to people. And yes, I will be there for that party. Yes, I will be there for your going away. Yes, I will be there to take you to the airport the next morning, even though I'm going to get about two and a half hours of sleep. Yes, I will be there for uh, your friend who you want to go on a date with, but you want me to plant the seeds and make sure that you guys, you know, I, I, I run myself ragged with those things. And then in your adult years, you kind of learned when to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not available because mm. you don't have to explain yourself either. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not available. Yeah. There's a fine line between doing something for a friend and helping someone out than right. being taken advantage of. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I have a, I have a few friends in my Rolodex that are my, what I call my ride or dies. They will ride with you or they would die with you. And uh, one of those people is uh, Laura Doolin. I have had to call on Laura Doolin a few times to get me out of some uh, sticky situations. Um, one including a highly uh, abusive ex-boyfriend who decided it would be appropriate to throw wine glasses at my head. And uh, all it took was um, one phone call. And uh, I called her at 2.30 in the morning and she answered and she's like, hello. And I was like, I need to get out of here. And she was like, I'll be right there. It was, you know, instant. And she has, uh, she has one of the biggest hearts. So it's really sweet. Yep. But um, that leads me to number two, which is cut all connections with people who give you negative vibes. That is becoming easier for me in the current... Yeah. I don't want to say political because it's not just political, but in the current climate that we're in right now with everyone. Yeah. It's great that everyone has a platform at their fingertips to express their tiny (laughs) manifestos because I feel like that's what Twitter is. Twitter is a tiny manifesto of like, this is how I feel. And then sometimes nobody even likes the tweet. So it's like, you're out there on your own, but uh, everybody has their own. Doesn't mean that you should. (laughs) A lot of people are not, aware of that that mindset and mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. Just, you, you don't always have to say something you know what it's nice to make people squirm because you didn't say something yeah yeah i agree there you have the drafts <laughs> but the uh yeah negative vibes being able to cut somebody off that um 
something, something else I was going to add to that was, um, you know, you've, you have somebody at work, right. And they, they're giving you negative vibes and they're, they're just negative all the time, but they also kind of talk shit about people and they, they, you know, plant little seeds here and there of just like, I heard that blah, 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 blah. And then they go to the next person. I heard that blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you get a friend request from them. Are you going to accept it and give them access to your life? Or are you just going to like delete that shit and be like, no, you don't have access to my life because I know what you do behind other people's backs to me. What makes me think that you're not going to do that to me? And right. talk, you they know. can live in uh, pending land, which I absolutely love to fill with people who I don't know <laughs> or care to give my life information to. I don't even pend them anymore. I just go, nope, Oof. delete. Because no, I think that, certain things... To you again. Yeah. Uh, certain things with the with pending, like if they are in the pending place, some depending on what your settings are, they can still see everything on your page because they're following you oh, versus no. not being uh, friends. And I'm like, nope, you can't even get that much. Don't want you to see nothing. People that I went to school with that I don't care to ever see again in my entire life. I'm like, <laughs> you can, you can, you can go bye bye. I don't care. Oh you don't God, have access I, I to my life. You still work at Disney. Oh no. Uh-huh, oh, that's no. how it always starts. <laughs> Back in the day when sorry, we were I, still sorry, open. I took the cash. <laughs> you know. I took the cash. I don't have any uh, tickets. <laughs> Same goes with family too. With family, like, uh, like, not accepting people in your family. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I've got several of them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. They just want stuff. Yeah. Yep. But you can always smell them, smell them a mile away too. You of can. course, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Like, I um. You? I mean, I, my dad's not on the on the podcast right now, but he's listening. But I remember somebody in our family had hit me up randomly that I never spoke to in my you know entire adulthood, and they were complimenting on like tattoos and stuff, and then kind of slyly asked for money and then when I told my dad that I don't think I've ever seen him that upset in my life he was really upset but it's yeah you knowing people who you need to allow into your life and some people just don't need to be in there nah, don't I, need access to your private thoughts and your you know what <laughs> Facebook status updates aka tiny manifestos no I'm the 70 year old guy in a 30 year old body so I don't really <laughs> care that much for people yeah so yeah Mm-mm. there's like a handful of people that I care. Mm-hmm. Y'all two included. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, it, it's rough. It's it's hard to find that balance. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, stop relying on calls and texts that give you confusing feelings. Oh, boy. To me, when I, when I wrote that one out, I was like, it's kind of more of a, at least to me, I took it as like a, when you're dating and you're like seeing somebody, you know, if they're sending you texts that are a little bit confusing, just, just drop it. Like don't rely on those texts and calls because, um, what I, <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about the kiss of death when you're kind of like trying to hit on somebody and they go, Oh, you're so sweet. Well, there it is. That's the end of that. Like kiss of death. Friend zone. Friend zone. Yep. You just got friend zone. So, but when you get, a friend zone response to that. And then maybe, you know, late at night, two in the morning, you're getting the, Hey, you up. That's confusion, right? That's like, you're getting one thing during the daytime and another person after dark. And that's not, that's not okay. 
Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> you should have one face and ever and to the people. You shouldn't have two. It's not cute. And also, en- it's a lot to maintain. I enjoy phone calls. I don't enjoy booty calls. That doesn't make me Ooh. feel. That doesn't make me feel valued. Because you got to know your worth. You every time I get a booty call. <laughs> well, I would hope you weren't getting any booty calls. Oh. I'm just saying. I but. don't. I don't even get paid for it anymore. <laughs> oh. I mean, you can these days, so. Yeah, right. Hey. But, yeah, uh, giving texts and calls that give you confusion and feeling kind of... you got to know your worth, right? So you got to be... Um, the you, you have to know what people are after. And the older you get, the more you can kind of smell them a mile away and be like, I know what you're up to. I know what you're looking for. I've seen your type before, you know. Um, yep. But yeah, just know your worth. And if that's the person you want to be when you, you know, you just get random calls and, hey, you up? It's four in the morning. It's like, no, I'm asleep. What do you... <laughs> It's like when you get calls from your friends at f- on a f- on a Friday at three o'clock. What are you doing? I'm at work. What do you think I'm doing? Bro, like come on. But <laughs> Four maybe I'm in just the morning? getting home. Really? Yeah. Bro, I gotta get up in an hour and a half and go to work. Yeah. You just woke me up early. Yeah. I mean, now my kids are screaming and everything. Uh, I read a I read a meme one time that was like people who sleep with their phone on do not disturb don't give a shit about anybody and that is me. I sleep with that thing on Do Not Disturb. You could text me a million times and it's not going to go through. It's funny. But, but if, if you, I call you twice, it'll Yeah, rain. if you call me twice back to back, then it'll go through and I'll answer. Or oh, you have God. to be on the list. Ooh, Dylan, you just broke the code. Yeah, you have to be on the list. I have, I do have a list of people. Uh, my family's on the list of people. And Dylan's on the list of people. Yes. And uh work. work yeah okay. work is on the on the list of people Am so I on the list you're not on the list i'm not on the list that's, not o- on the that's list. okay because if something something happens i can get a hold of somebody Yikes. who is on the list you could but if you just call me back to back twice within it's a minute so you have a minute to call me twice and it'll go through on the second time oh so even if i'm not on the list, if you're not on the list you call me twice within one minute and it'll it'll ring oh, okay. yeah right. and there you have iphone iPhone uh, hack. iPhone hacks for favorites. Wow. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yep. Well, that just about does it for the first half. Uh, Michael, do you have anything to add that you'd like to say before you exit the program? Just that I am a longtime listener, first time uh, talker. Guest. I appreciate you both. Love yeah. you both. Aww. I do. Y'all do amazing things. Thank you. Sometimes y'all will get off into the weeds, but yep. that's okay we do. because this is y'all's show. <laughs> Y'all can do whatever y'all want. Exactly. Um, But y'all keep up the good work. Thank you. uh, Dylan, be safe over in Florida. Thank you. Stephen will be back there soon. Yeah. But uh, y'all be good, and we will talk to y'all soon. All right. Will do. Well, we are going to take a short break, and we will be right back with uh, my parents. So stick with us. All right, so we're back, and we did a guest switcheroo, and now welcome both my parents, my mom and my dad. Thank you. We're so glad to be here. (laughs) We're from Texas. So this is my mom's third time on the program. It is. I feel like a pro now. I know, right? You have to lean in just a little bit, I think. 
that a little better? Try I that. don't know. That sounds much better. Okay. So we want to make sure we get everything that you have to say. <laughs> um, so starting out with my mom, what do you do for a living? I am the librarian at All New Community Library. Is that it? Yes. Are you any more than a librarian? Well, I'm I'm the library administrator. I that's thought what so. you're getting. Yes. yes. I was like, is that like the head honcho of the it library? It is the head honcho of the library. Yes. yes. I was like, do you know something she doesn't? Like? Uh, <laughs> I, I knew more than she was leading on to. So, uh, and you have been in that position for? Uh, just started my seventh year. That's amazing. Uh, and my dad, what do you do? I work for an ambulance service. As a? EMT. EMT. So, blood, guts, the works. You, uh, <laughs> you out here uh, stopping the Rona. Trying my best. <laughs> uh, well, I wish it would hurry up and get over with because I am so tired of having to do all this crap. So, like not as tired as I am. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, you get up at what time? How long are you at work? I, 24 to 36 hours at a time. Mm. That's a lot. I can barely get through an eight-hour day. But I also don't really like the old ladies that I work with. So, there you go. <laughs> but Not you, you're uh, calling old. Old ladies are the majority of our service. I'm sure they are. Yeah, We're like uh, NASCAR, but we're sponsored by Medicare. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so previously with Michael, we were talking about the six ways to give yourself mental peace and we're going to pick up on, uh, number four. So, uh, number four is trusting words and observing actions. So that's, I think something else that comes with, with age when you're really like paying attention to what people are about and what they're saying. Um, I just, I don't you don't trust people as far as you can throw them. I would agree with that. And with my bad knee, I yeah. shouldn't be throwing anybody. That's right. Oh my God. I was going to say my bad knee, but whatever. <laughs> just stand on one leg. You could throw on one leg. I don't know. Thanks to Magic Kingdom Parade, I don't think I can anymore. That thing oh. put my little knee through it. I can't even patella a joke anymore. Oh. <laughs> oh Lord. You're the only one that laughed at that. Well, you know, it's but true I'm- because I do have patella tendonitis, so... So do I. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even go to like a movie theater when you sit in a movie theater for too long. I I get up to leave and I'm like, oh, and I almost fall over because my patella tendon. Yep. It sucks. When I fly on a plane, I always wear like a real, I found a knee brace once upon a time and it looks a lot more intense than it really is. And people are like, oh, you can go ahead of me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm kind of faking it, but not really. (laughs) But it really helps a lot, actually. I found it, actually. And I'm like, I paid for it. It's mine. I found the, the knee brace. Where is it? Oh, was it? It was, it was in one of my bags that I used to take to Texas with my luggage. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need that in a couple months. Well, it's so, in uh, the garage. Oh, but, God. I just lost that. Yeah, right. So uh, observing people's actions versus trusting words. So mm-hmm. um, what, what do you have to add to that? Because I don't know. Who are you asking? asking you, me you, you, you. Oh, me. So what, as, as someone who, you know, my, 
way I go through life is I just, you know, I, I listen. I may not always look like I'm listening, but I'm always hearing things and right. paying attention to that. And, you know, I just, I think I, I learned way too late and also early enough on that, that people will tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Uh, I think people call that blowing smoke up your ass. Yep. <laughs> but just, they, they tell you what you want to hear to get to a, to where they need to be. And I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, that was a big thing, you know, blew a lot of smoke for, for getting something that people didn't do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ew, because then their actions reflected upon what their words could not level up to or what they, their mouth was writing checks that they couldn't cash. Yep. So I just, it's something that I hope people have learned early on. And I'm sure through the... <laughs> The, the joy of learning firsthand, you know, people being deceptive yeah. that, you know, you, you figure out, you know, in situations and friendships and relationships with, you know, not just significant others, but just people in general, just, uh-huh. to, you know, proceed with caution and, you know, always just keep your ear open. Don't, don't, don't give anyone the benefit of the doubt that they're going to do good by you unless you've known them for like, you know, seven to 14 years then you're once you pass that seven year mark that person really shouldn't steer you wrong yep i think that was what the statistic was is it's after seven yeah for yeah seven years so and my best friend jess i've been known her for 14 if you haven't 15 years now if you haven't been shown the true colors by then those are the true colors there's a good chance that you're good but you know i mean that, that could also still be weary because, you know, there's many relationships that last for longer than that and then they just don't work. And, yeah. You know, but I'm I think, sure by that point you would I mean, know. I've said it a million times tonight, but as you get older, the, I think the bullshit meter gets a little bit sharper because <laughs> when somebody, yeah. you know, for, especially with us uh, in a theme park environment, when you get people who are like out of nowhere that you haven't seen or heard from in 15 years going, hey, <laughs> Hi. How's it going? How are uh, how are you? I'm doing no, well. Thank you. How are you? I'm not and you know exactly where this conversation is going. Do you still work at Disney? Yeah. All right, there it is. That's what I thought. <laughs> I will um, answer all your questions. I will not get you in. Nope. Unless you're someone that I that I particularly care for. And you know what? Well, you know, with the short. way that with the way that <laughs> Disney works, you have to really trust that person to get them in. Yep. Because if at you get somebody in you're if they do, yeah, them. you're responsible for them. So if they do something that's against the rules, if they hop the line, if they skip the line, your ass is grass, and yeah. you can't, re- you know, you can't really do anything about it. So, um, CYA, that's yeah, you cover your own ass. CYA, cover your own ass because no one else is going to do it. No. Uh-huh. Yep. You guys are quiet. Tell me, uh, tell me your experience. I would agree with uh, actions speak louder than words. Um, it's just, you can say anything, but what you do is normally the truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that goes with, um, with integrity, right? Yes. yes. What you do behind closed doors where no one is watching. Yes. Having character integrity. Um, you, (laughs) (laughs) you. Not being a character. No, you. But having. Displaying that character character and. You know, when you when you see somebody out and about who doesn't know they're being watched and, you know, they do things for people who are lesser than that's, you know, we talked earlier off the air about Dolly Parton and how I, I love Dolly Parton so much because she quietly, you know, is 
sending uh, children's books to children who can't afford them. And she doesn't do it for publicity. She doesn't do it for the spectacle of being like, look, it's Dolly Parton doing this. She doesn't do that. She, she does just, it for the children. She does it quietly to go, these are the children who need the books and I'm going to send them to the, and then she started not too long ago. I don't know if you saw this mom. She has been doing bedtime stories for children live. I did see that. Yeah. On her, <laughs> on her page. And she just reads bedtime stories to children. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to. Shush, that'll put me to sleep. I know. I, I love her, her tiny little voice. voice. Yeah. She's got that right. tiny little voice. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, so number five is kill the mindset that people who love you won't leave you. Who wants to start first on that? <laughs> uh, I'll let y'all do this one. Well, um, I just pointed at him. So yeah, the, I, I don't know if I've ever truly experienced that though, because I don't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been burned so many times in the past and not even, you know, when it comes to, um, to relationships or anything like that. But I've also, I've, I've never put, allowed myself to be in that position. Nope. Um, I don't like things being held over my head. I don't like things, uh, what we call conditional love. I'll do this for you. If you do this for me, I don't like that. Um, I also don't like, and I know Dylan feels very strongly about this. I don't like having things done for me that will come back weeks, months, years later and go, well, I did that blah, blah, blah for you. Things that, things that have strings attached to them. No, you don't want strings attached to any of that stuff. No, if you're going to do something nice and out of love, it should be for that reason. Not because you should expect something later. Otherwise that's vindictive. It is. It's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like a ploy to just, you know, I'm going to hold on to this and I, I've done this for you and I'm going to hold on to that until the very end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, unless you're upfront about it, you know, there's, there's situations that you've been, you know, at work before and you're like, well, I'm going to do this for you. And don't you forget to get me back. Well, that's, that's, that's straight up. That's straight up. That's, Be upfront that's about it, yeah. from right. the beginning. Right. That's and, not a, a ploy. That's not saying, no, Hey, I'm, you know, I'll do this out of the goodness of my heart just because, I don't expect anything back from you. Right. And I mean, I've done that with my coworkers before, you know, you go out into the park to, you know, do lunch or something. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I don't, I forgot my debit card at home. Well, I'll get yours. You just get mine next time. Well, at least I'm upfront and honest about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, don't, don't let me just, you know, don't somebody go, Oh, I'll get yours. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. And then months later when I really can only afford myself, have you call in that favor, you know, like that's a whole different story. But, um, the, having that mindset of people who love you, won't leave you. There's a, there's a, there's a few people I can think of that have had that mindset of, you know, well, I've been in this relationship for 40 years and it's not changing. And, you know, we feel the same, you know, it's, it's one of those things like people evolve, people change. And sometimes under the radar and you don't yep. know that there, and that's, that that's where that comes in with communication, but, um, communication is key. There's a, there's a couple I follow on TikTok. I think I've sent Dylan a few of them where Probably. this guy, <laughs> I love this couple so much because this guy is the epitome and embodiment of over communication and over sharing. So everything he feels, he says out loud 
And it's like, that seems like it would be obnoxious at one point, but at the same time, oh, you're like, yeah. you're getting, yeah. you're getting all of what he's thinking and you're able to like download it and be like, okay, well he's being upfront and honest about everything that he's feeling. Yeah. There's no, there's no there's gray no smokes, smoke screen. There's, no, there's no air there. gray area or nothing. And, um, you know, communication is key, but there, you know, people grow, people change. And I think that that's a very silly mindset to have of like, well, this person fell in love with me and nothing I could do could ever change that. And that is not the truth. That is not true. That is not the truth. Um, I've also seen relationships where people fall in love and then you give them a few years and they fall in love all over again. And then you, it's just, it's kind of like a, a tide. It comes and goes not that their love ever goes, but it just gets stronger and then it kind of like levels out and then it gets stronger again and then it levels out. Um, yeah. It comes down to commitment. It does. It comes down to commitment and commitment is a huge, Otherwise you can't be married for 34 years. Right. (laughs) Or longer. Right. I just say 34 because we just celebrated 34. Yeah. How many weeks ago? Two, three? Yeah. August 1st. Hmm. Hey. So uh, 16, 16 days ago. Um, with I think with that as well, and I feel <laughs> strong about this as well, is people often misunderstand the word love, and I find that people, some people don't really understand what they're saying. They're like, oh, I love you. And I'm like, there's different kinds of love. Yes. And, yeah. the, and when soon as people understand that it's not all the same, I think that would that puts things in more perspective. Like, you know, I love my friends differently than I love someone that I am, you know, uh, that I have strong feelings for, that I'm intimate with. That's a different kind of love, which is a different kind of love that I have for my family. Like, yes, you know, I just they're very different, so they 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 carry with them different um, not different rules, but just yeah. different ways of going about them and you know I've seen people in relationships be like oh my god I love you so much and I'm like you've known them for a month yep do you know what love is and, and to be fair I want to know what love is I haven't experienced it much but like I think people just people just want to have a, a thing to call and like yeah you well that's yeah people really is. do want to have something to call and they want to put a label on stuff and they want to feel a certain way um, the, um, bless you. Um, the, I, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Nope. Just lost it. Well, <laughs> on the flip side, I mean, I, I am not one to judge what love is to each person. No. Because some people, you know, they just, you just, when you know, you know, you know, maybe for, me it didn't it doesn't come as easily just because again <laughs> i take people by their actions and other words so i'm very very slow to yeah. trust people and you know there's people that you develop love for but you know don't be i've <laughs> um don't rush into it because then you're going to be upset when it doesn't work the way you think it does i mean i've been in a relationship before with somebody in particular who was infatuated with love and loved the idea of love and then mm-hmm. you have this whole honeymoon phase where you're like, nothing about the other person is at all wrong. And you love everything about them. You love their flaws and all. You love everything. And then I, that kind of honeymoon phase kind of phases out. And then you get the, what I call like a deeper love. 
And when that started rolling in, that scared him to death and he, he ran away because it was too real. It was too much, too real, and I didn't want to feel feelings on that level. So I'm out. Yikes. I think that you, um, when you, at the beginning of the relationship, you're, you know, you're in love, and then after 34 years, it's a a committed love. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that you're not going anywhere. Um, it's the same but elevated. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, but I think that in love, it's not that we're not in love. But it's different. Yeah. It's yeah, much yeah, different absolutely. than it was when we were... We have 34 20 layers. 20 and 21 years old. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just much different. But you have, you know, 34 years, that's 34 layers of different things mm-hmm. that have happened that you've had to go through together. It, yes. That you've built that from... That have created what we have today. Right. And what, mm-hmm. who we are today. Right. Good or bad, other, otherwise. You've been quiet over there. What do you got? <laughs> what are you talking about? He didn't talk about love. I'm listening and enjoying it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Learning a few things. Learning a few things. That's good. I like that. Uh, number six, don't let the key to your happiness be in someone else's hands. So I have said this out loud today to two different people, and both people said, ooh, ain't that the truth? My mother being one of them. Yep. <laughs> so, And my grandmother yep. being the other. So elaborate. What you got? Who? Either one. Yeah, uh, you or you. Oh. Not Dylan. <laughs> Dylan and I are doing all the talking. Um. Well, going back to our relationship, thirty-four years worth. Um, I can't. I can't depend on him to make me happy. I can't depend no. on his actions. I can't depend on his words. Um, it's just if we did that we would be unhappy all the time right and it's it's just not what do you think what more can I ask I agree that's all you have to say is I agree come on man a few words until you turn off the mic Exactly, and then it's all jokes. <laughs> but to be fair, no, we're not telling jokes. jokes. No, <laughs> not your jokes. They're worse than dad jokes, Dylan. They're just oh, oh, I know. My father is the punniest person I know, and I've learned how to audibly roll my eyes. Mm. So yeah, it goes like this. Ugh. Yes, exactly. That's what our kids do to you too. Uh. <laughs> I'm the funniest person I know. I'm aware. But you haven't added to it, so speak up. I usually don't have a filter, and I'm trying to filter them out. I know, that's why you're quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You don't release the Kraken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is rated mature. It is rated mature. So if, you know, they if you know... Our listeners know what to expect. <laughs> There's a very right, wide range of, okay, and oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> You're, this is a safe of, space. Oh my God. <laughs> we don't want to embarrass yeah. Stephen and the other two children. 
Right. Yes. But your parents, that's what parents do. Well, I do, I have lived my life most of my, you know, most of my life as a mother just trying to figure out how I could embarrass my children. Yeah. I used to dance while driving the car and Stephen <laughs> used to just crawl in the floorboard. He just did not want to be seen. There's not, dancing. there's not too much I care about anymore except for a handful of stories that have basically, my parents have had to have signed a NDA and a non-disclosure agreement on what they can and cannot talk about. So there are things that have been buried in the past and will remain so. But Happy birthday. What? I'm not going to sing happy birthday. No. So, uh, key in someone else's hands. So, back what we were talking about, the as what Michael calls it, we're getting in the weeds. Um, the Having your key to happiness being in somebody else's hand. I'm learning. I'm learning to to do that. It's hard. It is hard. It is very it's hard. Very difficult to go. Wait a minute. You don't get to tell me if I'm happy or not. Yeah. You don't get to. You don't have that control. No. It is very difficult, especially when you love someone. You want them to make you happy. Yeah. And when they don't. Um, when they disappoint you, as everybody does, everybody disappoints people. Right, That's just the way it goes. Um, so when that happens, um, you just have to stop and say, you know what, that they don't get to have that control. Yeah, you have to take that control for yourself. And if you're going to be happy, then you have to make yourself happy. I'm and I'm learning to do that because in my in my not so recent past, uh, it's it's kind of been that sort of way of like, well, I don't know what to do tonight, so let me reach out to these people. And if they're not available, then I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm not happy because I'm sitting at home. But that's not a good reality to live in. That's something that like you need to be able to have your own happiness. Uh, I know that Will and Jada Pinkett Smith are in a hot water right now. Yeah, but. I like what he said in the past. So if we ignore what he said in the recent, but in, in the past, he, he said that you as a couple don't have to, uh, you don't have to complete each other. You need to be complete individuals that come together and have something spectacular mm-hmm. between the two of you. And as much as they're under hot water right now with her having an entanglement, as she called it, um, with, with August, but, uh, the reality is that that is true at the end of the day. And if, you know, they're not meant to be, then it's not meant to be. And it's very sad because the world kind of looked to them for yeah. that everlasting love because they had that or what seemed like that. What seemed like that, but you yeah. never know what's going on no. in somebody else's house. No. At all. And you can't compare what you have to somebody. You, you just can't. No, that's you the one compare. thing. That's that's compare a big will thing that kill will kill it faster than. Yes, that's a that's something that can be extremely detrimental to you is comparing yourself to someone else, and that doesn't matter if it's uh, possessions, if it's uh, an image, a relationship. Image, yeah, because yeah. when you look at people, oh my gosh, I wish I had what they had. You have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. Mm-mm. They could have the most toxic relationship in the world and you don't even know anything about it. And, but what they pre- present 
to the world is this perfect, uh, this perfect relationship, and that's not at all what she what what they've got. Right. So, um, Dylan, what you got? What you got next? The uh, the next bullet point on our outline. Oh, so I mean, it, it's kind of a, a separate thing, but I, I guess it, it it does go along a little bit. But I, I saw a, a meme the other day, and it said, <laughs> "Just because someone carries it well, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, just because someone carries it well doesn't mean it isn't heavy." And that I actually that I think that goes hand in hand with too. what you're saying. It really does. It really does. And I I've, uh, I read something a while back about how you know just because someone projects that they're you know, in such a happy place, you know, on the internet and uh, on their Facebook and on their, on their what have it, social media, it doesn't mean that that is how it is. They're showing you what they want you to see. And just because someone wants you to see this doesn't mean that, you know, that's how it is. So Sometimes the people who project people. the loudest on how happy they are are the miserable people, are the most yep. miserable. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like, I'm not only trying to convince everyone else, I'm trying to convince myself too. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, I run across a, a Tiki Talk, you know, before it's banned. And um, it said something along the lines of, and I wish that I had written it down, but it was, um, it said, happy people are some of this, something along the lines of, happy people try their best to make everyone else happy because they know what it's like to be completely miserable or something along those lines. It's yeah. like, it's like happy people know what it's like to not be happy. So they do their best to make other people never get to that point. The, like, person, wow. the person that comes to mind when I think of that is Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Somebody who was the most unhappy in his own personal life. And so he was in such a dark place for so long, but he tried so hard to make everybody else laugh and have a good time because he knew what it felt like to be at your rope's end. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, that's basically exactly what it was. What I had read, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean that that I yeah I get it. Yeah, I get that. So you want to do unto others as you would have done to you, and you know you don't want to bring that about to other people. Right. I digress. Uh, you have the um, next one too. I have the next one. So I think this went along with, oh, um, the first one we talked about, stop being available for the world and be available for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that goes along with FOMO, a, um, acronym. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. <laughs> um, the fear of mis- fear of missing out. Oh, uh, okay. And oof, that is, that is a constant thing that so many people, have and you know <laughs> someone sent me a message uh, years ago and they said you know we don't invite you any places because we know we'll just, you'll just say no and I was like yeah you're right but like <laughs> mm. at the same time I'm creating my own happiness too but um, that, no, it's, that uh, sounds very familiar uh, <laughs> and I'm speaking from my own experience uh, I mean you know when I don't get invited somewhere between two mutual friends is that does that sting absolutely did they know I was going to say no absolutely they did mm-hmm. but I still, still want it. to be invited and I'm looking <laughs> at you Dylan and Kaylin okay. you knew I was going to say All no right. but I still want to be invited do you want to talk about this not now we can talk about okay. it later but uh, no, that, yeah it, I get it it's uh, I mean it, it 
article I was reading says it stems from the belief that others might be having fun while the person who has the FOMO is not present. And that's not always true, especially in this pandemic. You need to, I think that Americans, since we seem to be uh, the worst at this out of most of all the countries, is taking care of your, your neighbor as you would yourself. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the FOMO is, is real. You know, there's so many things that I'm like, I would love to do this. And I say, Ooh, I, I, I can't because me, you know, listening to what people smarter than me have say doesn't make me a sheep. In the middle of a pandemic? (laughs) No. No, it just... It's okay to miss out on things. You're going to have plenty of time later, but right now is not it. Yeah. And that, I mean, that goes with, you know, being uh, available to yourself. You don't always have to be there with somebody. Does it it sting when, you know... You don't go somewhere, and then you see these pictures, and you're like, oh, I wish I was there. I've done it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not immune to this. But of course. I just, you know, do, if you do things for the right reasons, then, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah. You know? That's all i got. Well, that's all I've got. Uh, my dad's yawning, so I guess it's time to uh, say goodbye. <laughs> but um, what you guys want to add anything else? I want Dad to say something, anything. I don't care. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> we have accepted the challenge. We saw. We shall proceed. Yeah. Just uh, anything, because we're we're wrapping it up. We're at an hour and two minutes. I'll you got a good dad joke? A good dad joke? Lean in a little bit. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Not a good dad joke. I got some jokes, but not dad yeah. jokes. Yeah. Okay, you're wasting uh-huh. some time. It's air, blank air time is not blank good. Blank air time is not good. I am just going to plead the fifth. And <laughs> it's probably better for all of us. Yes. <laughs> Another time, then. <laughs> a little safer that way. Well, maybe like on Living Color, and we'll say, we still together. <laughs> oh, my God. Rate 2020. Hated it. <laughs> what is that, men on film? Not great. Is that what Nobody it was? would recommend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch In Living Color, Dylan? Uh, a couple times. With the the Wayans brothers when they would yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Men on Film and they talk about Carrey. movies. Yeah. Jim Carrey was oh, a, a classic. Fire Marshal, Fire Marshal Bob, Bill. Bill. And uh, we had what's his uh, uh, Jamie Jamie Fox Jamie Fox as Wanda. Yeah, it was it was a good time. But the the two the two guys who played gay with the tiny little hats and the scarves, and they talk about a movie, and they go, "We gave it uh, a Z and what is it? Uh, something in Z formation? Three snaps in Z formation?" And hated uh, it. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> so yeah, twenty twenty in a nutshell. Hated it. Would not recommend. But no um, snaps. No snaps. No Z formation. But. Uh, that's all I've got on the subject. Do you have anything else? Do you two have anything else? I don't have a thing. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Probably won't be the last time. I better not be. (laughs) Got anything else? I'm good. All right. Well, um, yeah, we'll talk again soon. We'll probably, I'll probably do one more live from my parents' kitchen. Uh, before I leave, so um, with that, I just say, um, what do you what do you got, Dylan? Uh, 
be kind to one another. Or at the very least, be cordial. Until next time. Bye. Bye.